Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. This podcast and this summer tour would not be possible without our sponsors, so please check them out, go to their websites, listen to their value propositions, and consider doing business with them. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, I'm Zach Fishman. And I'm Ryan Hicks. And if there's one thing we've learned through the many episodes of Modern Business, if you work for a franchise, marketing is insanely difficult. We've hosted a lot of people way smarter than us, and we can all agree on this. Google is always updating its algorithm. Best practices for social media advertising are constantly changing. And no matter how hard you try, it feels impossible to keep up. Fear not, franchise fam. Ryan and I are so excited to introduce this week's sponsor, Scorpion, a marketing company that caters to your strategic needs of your franchise brand. Scorpion is an all-in-one marketing partner capable of handling everything your franchise needs, from your branding and website to your search engine optimization, online reputation, and paid advertising. But you don't have to take our word for it. Entrepreneur Magazine named Scorpion the number one franchise marketing company. To learn more, visit scorpion.co mb. That's scorpion.co mb. Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. We are here at Chicken Salad Chick, and I will have to say we just sampled Chicken Salad Chick. It was my first time, and we have a mic drop because this this stuff was really, really good. Um, but it is day 12. This is our last stop. We've had many stops, and I just had the best grape salad in the history of the planet, I believe. <laughs> and we've tasted a lot of really good stuff along the road, but want to, to introduce, um, Zach and I are here. Um, want to introduce Mr. Tom Carr to the podcast, Vice President of Marketing for Chicken Salad Chick. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled that y'all joined us down here well, in Sandy Plains. We are thrilled uh, because you showed us really great hospitality and we're sitting out on this really nice porch. We've got the fans going and it's just a nice evening. So thank you for uh, taking the time. It's what is it? It's almost 7 p.m. on a Friday. So thank you very You're much. Welcome. Um, we'd first like to just, so the audience has a little context on yourself, have you share a little bit about the career journey, where you come from, and, and um, maybe a couple of stops along the way until today. Sure, I'd love to. Um, so I'm a native of New Orleans, born and raised in New Orleans, which put me in and around the restaurant biz- business um, in lots of different ways, kind of grew up around that uh, with that great food they have in New Orleans. Um, and coming out of college, I majored in architecture, but I fell into advertising. <laughs> so I've my my uh, adult life professionally in mar- in marketing and advertising as a career, and um, a different a variety of different businesses. But I've always loved the restaurant. Kind of cut my teeth early on in some of the fr- restaurant franchise businesses. QSR um, spent part of my career in the entertainment media business with television networks, and but I joined Chicken Salad Chick about three years ago um, after doing quite a number of things. Was uh- what was your first foray into franchising? And um, it, my very fir- first franchising experience was with Little Caesars Pizza, mm. uh, Pizza Pizza. Uh, way back, I was part of the team that actually came up with Pizza Pizza uh, from the wow. Ad I remember Side. the commercials, <laughs> Pizza Pizza. There you go. <laughs> um, and uh, really creating that, uh, that brand was really interesting because it was a value-oriented brand. Um, but through its advertising, really creating a persona, um, 
and sort of taking humor along with the value message to, to sort of drive that business and, and bring it forward. Kind of first time in franchising, when I started working with uh, Little Caesars, they were um, a very successful business, but they didn't yet have a national ad fund and all that. So early on in my career, I had a chance to sort of dip my feet into that, get them involved, uh, help set up some of their ad fund uh, when they got that off the ground a very long time ago. Um, but that was sort of my first for foray into it. Also got to work in and around Outback Steakhouse and their restaurants um, and my professional career. Again, love that business. Got to know it and um, their general manager approach and the hospitality that was so important for their for their business is something that um, I see us trying to do with Chicken Salad Chick and, and sort of make us distinctive um, from a brand and a culture standpoint. Um, so those were kind of the two main things. I spent a, long a lot of time away from it, but I came back into the business because of Chicken Salad Chick. Um, and really this brand and business is, is growing a lot, but there's so much about it that's so appealing. Um, and really it was the brand itself and the people of the brand that brought me in to decide to do this as the next step in my, my professional life. Love it. Well, a lot, a lot of great places. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, and one thing I was going to say, when I noticed when we walked in here today, um, I just felt immediately at home, which I think is the point, of course. But I, I noticed that, you know, there was, I'm from Chicago, for those who don't know, listening. And uh, there were a couple things that I noticed, and you guys were calling, you know, they called you Mr. Tom Carr, which I thought was Mr. Tom and all that, which I thought was really cool and honestly quite Southern and I and I and I liked the aesthetic that you guys had because it felt like that everybody was smiling and it wasn't fake. I mean, we interviewed Chick Fil A today, and you know, Chick Fil A is the one who originated that. But it feels like you guys follow a similar model, which I thought was really was really cool. And I actually didn't know that until I got here, and I have eaten your food many 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 times, and I have always loved it. But I never have been into a store. So yeah, um, so I, th I think that again, the authenticity is there. So as a business. Um, it comes from the very origin of who we are, um, which is we were uh, founded by a lady named Stacy Brown, um, who started making chicken. She was a single divorced mom, um, started making chicken salad out of her home kitchen. She wanted to stay at home with her kids. Find, she had to get a job and she was like, I can, she loved chicken salad. She, she's a true southerner. She had chicken salad wherever she went to eat. That was her thing. And so she came up with this idea like, hey, I, maybe I'll make chicken salad. So she started making chicken salad out of her home kitchen in Auburn. Um, she would um, take it to friends and relatives. They would try it. Um, and so she used them to help her perfect the recipe. Mm -hmm. When she had that recipe perfected, then she sold it door to door at first in Auburn by dropping it in teacher's lounges, in hair salons. You know, she knew who her core audience was from the very beginning. And she also had grown up in the South in a family that was all about hospitality. She grew up in a big family um, in Rome, Georgia. Her parents invited, you know, her family table was always filled with all kinds of friends and relatives and her house was always open. So when she um, basically was selling door to door, the business was shut down by the health department in Auburn. She didn't have a professional kitchen. So that They're was like, sort of a big turning point. Selling, selling chicken, chicken salad, salad out of her house. Exactly. Like so hundreds of thousands of dollars. She had to kind of think quickly and sort of say, you know, am I going to pursue this? So pursuing it meant to open up a restaurant, which she and her co-founder and partner who became her husband, Kevin Brown, opened up a first restaurant in um, Auburn, Alabama. And it sort of took off from there uh, as a chicken salad, sort of small takeout um, and um, drive-through um, chicken salad place. But her idea of, of hospitality, even in that first small restaurant, was really critical on how do you approach, these are guests coming into my restaurant. I, I do want them to feel like they're coming into my home kitchen. And so that is really 
I think our culture comes from there. It's sort of that hospitality roots from the South, but also truly from Stacy and Kevin and their vision of what kind of environment they wanted to create. Um, and so it's now our job. Now there were 125 restaurants strong to in every restaurant with us and our teams to sort of take continue that idea forward in every community that we're in. I think it's interesting because here on Modern Business, we love to talk about technology to help your business grow. I like to talk about, especially when I'm speaking with a marketing professional, a marketing executive and all that, I like to talk about you know, how the world has changed. A lot of things don't change, but things have changed. You come back from a background of media and all of this fancy stuff, but at the end of the day, you talked about you know, some of that, some of the roots, which is the kind of the core of what you do, but the roots of how you go get the word out in a new market, and that is, just taking the sample to the people, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so from, I definitely want to talk about some marketing stuff. Sure. Um, but that at the end of the day, that's the grass, that's the grassroots. And I think it's how you build the, you know, the following. And, and I know I've, I've heard about some of your store openings, how like the sure amount of volume that you do. Um, speak to that. Okay. How, 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 do they, how are you having massive success in these, in these openings? Is it the grassroots? Is, it, it does start with the grassroots, you know, because we truly see the people that come into our restaurants as guests. So how, and however they interact with us mm -hmm. as guests, if whether they come in to, to have a meal with themselves or friends or whether they're ordering online or takeout, um, we want every interaction with them to feel personal. So our front of house is really important. And, and we feel like what we can do when we go into a market is really that extension of how we want people to feel when they come into a chicken salad chick. So it... It is that direct personal connection. I mean, we know that if there are a lot of places where people may not have tried our chicken salad. So we start in the South where chicken salad is all, almost a staple in the South. People know it, love it. They have opinions on whether they're going to like it or not. So that sampling there is to see if they're going to like our chicken salad as much as they make or yeah, as their mom makes and that stuff. Um, they usually do. But again, if their mom's chicken salad is still better than ours, we're good with that too. We will give them a hug and embrace them for that. Um, but I think the grassroots part of this is we know that if they taste our food, they will love it and they'll be hooked. Um, but on top of that, it's that we're taking it to you so I get to have a conversation with you, I get to interact with you and share something about sort of what we are and make you feel welcomed and warm and that's really our goal. Um, you know, so we, we do have a sort of what drives our, our, our company is we have a state of purpose, I know it's on the wall behind us, but um, from the really our roots is what we think about every day is to spread joy and rich lives and serve others. So the grassroots marketing is also part of being able to live that as a brand and being involved in communities. So we're now 125 restaurants strong, but really the important thing is we're in 125 communities. So whether it's a company restaurant or a franchise driven restaurant, you know, we, we see ourselves as being, we want to be part of the community and build the, the brand and the business that way. And now, a word from our sponsors. Does your restaurant struggle with understaffed teams, resulting in order mistakes, slower service, and missed upsell opportunities? Introducing Valiant AI, an artificial intelligence software that can speak directly with your customers and take all drive-through orders, allowing your employees to focus on food preparation, payment processing, and order accuracy. Using data like trending food items, time of day, weather, and even customer decisiveness, Valiant can make a specific product recommendation to make upselling that much easier. The stats speak for themselves. Valiant has helped our customers average order increase by 70% while also decreasing wait times by 10 to 25%. 
If you think your business could benefit from decreased wait times and additional revenue, check out www.valiant.ai or contact them directly at info at valiantai to learn more. Once again, that's www.valiant.ai to learn more. So one question that I had for you that I, I brought up before we actually started, and you know, I mentioned to you, you know, from Chicago, it's not necessarily something that most people would think I would really know much about, but somehow, some way, it ended up happening. Uh, I am curious, because you do talk about, you know, having 125 stores, there is that community, but um, how do you find, uh, what do you guys do in order to combat the, you know, the education factor you guys have to go through in places where chicken salad may not necessarily be something that people have had before because these three guys have never had it before so i'm just kind of curious i know i know they never had it before so we we talked about it we didn't even have to like arm wrestle you to make you try it because <laughs> i grew up hating mayonnaise that was the reason so, why I never it, ate. <laughs> so again and i think so some of that is just is actually having a, a chance to 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 taste it and um to to truly do that um you know i think that's a part of it so is one part of it. However, there's behind that as a restaurant concept. So we make our, our chicken salads fresh in every restaurant. So, and with all fresh ingredients and we're making chicken salad every day. So, you know, whether they've tasted it or not ever before, it's really the promise of what you're getting is truly a fresh made um, chicken salad sides meal. And so that freshness is again, can often be the part of people that if they don't know anything about chicken salad at all. I mean, it has been surprising, you know, in, in new markets, you know, where that we haven't stepped into, but we'll see like in the, in the Florida market, um, when we're developing that area, particularly on the, like the East coast of Florida, you know, we're new, we're still developing, we're new there when we open up a new restaurant, but it's amazing how many New Yorkers have had chicken salad, salmon salad, tuna salad, and all the delis in Manhattan. And then they, here they are in Florida and they try us on, on, on vacation. Um, and so then they, they sort of discover it that way, um, or the snowboards in Florida have. Um, and so some of those new markets there, we're surprised that the number of people in the Midwest who have actually Midwesters are, Midwesterners aren't afraid of mayonnaise, which has actually been a great thing. No, um, they they mayo on sandwiches, so yes, I don't think they have to worry about it. Um, and then, really, for us, our recipe is is the type of may- mayonnaise that we use in that, and the the perfected recipe that Stacy created is what we make across all of our restaurants. And just again, once people taste it, they find it really pleasing. So shifting shifting gears to talk a little bit marketing. Yeah. Um, where does digital fit in the world of chicken salad chick? Um, and what's what's your what's the vision for kind of the future of of that side of the business? Mm-hmm. Um, so digital plays a really huge part of our marketing. We're still a, a smaller growing brand. And while we devote a lot of our marketing resources and effort to community-based things, local events, being on the ground, sampling, visiting um, um, the markets, as well as getting involved in community events, um, we also have digital as a, as a key thing that we do. So, um, and digital has kind of a broad, broad things that are involved. I'd say social media, I guess, is a digital medium. So, um, and specifically Facebook you know, for us. So our, biz, our our brand is more female driven. We're actually 70% of our um, guests are, are uh-huh. women. So again, it's from a media strategy um, and the age group that we have as our audience um, and the type of women, they are on Facebook. And so Facebook has been a, a key media uh, medium for us 
uh, in our marketing mix and as part of what we, what we call digital and whether it's um, the Facebook pages that we're managing ourselves for every restaurant and for the brand or uh, Facebook buys. We've actually used the Facebook event as a really key component of our grand opening strategy for every restaurant. Uh, we do a free chicken salad giveaway. Um, nice. The first 100 guests uh, on the day of grand opening receive free chicken salad for a year. And um, we use Facebook event to help set that up in addition to other media that we may have to, to open a restaurant, whether it's local radio. We also use some of the old school direct mail, um, a certain type of direct mail that is a little bit higher end and more specific to, uh, to a household, not like the Velasquez uh, type pieces, but I think that, that combination of media. Um, and then things like search optimization, all that is part of our ongoing marketing mix um, at once a restaurant's opening. Um, and so digital plays a, a key role. We do invest in it with, with our dollars as well as just our effort of, of managing our own sites. And now a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by RPM. Open for business, a simple term, but a complex process. Let RPM help you. We are a real estate and project management firm whose main goal is to turnkey the opening process for both franchisees and franchisors. Let us manage the brokers, architects, contractors, and other various vendors, allowing you and your franchisees to focus on the training, marketing, and hiring. We save you on average 20% on time and 70% of total project costs. Check us out today at www.openmyfranchise.com. That's www.openmyfranchise.com to see how we can help you. So one thing that I, um, you know, as somebody who lived in New York for a long time, I have, uh, to, be, to be honest, I think that I've found myself in a lot of ways, you know, looking on Google Maps and just clicking, you know, restaurants near me. And I'm just trying to find, you know, the best thing that has the highest ratings and all of that. And I know that that's something that's becoming more and more commonplace. And, you know, obviously food is a very crowded market of franchising. And so um, I am kind of curious as if, if you guys are doing anything to ensure that you're not on the top of the pages, your reviews are, you know, the way that they should be. Because, I mean, I've walked into here and I can understand that your reviews here are likely awesome. But just kind of curious as to how you guys are trying to get in front of that and to ensure that people comment on it. So, um, absolutely. So one of, one of the ways is just um, about a year ago, we, um, as we're growing, we finally got to a place where we were able to sort of do a, a retooling of our website and our, and our platform that we're on. We work with Scorpion, uh, who's our partner uh, on our web platform. Um, and again, they're a great partner for us, building that site with understanding what needs to be done to um, drive search. Before we worked with Scorpion, our local pages really weren't getting any local search at all. And so that was one of our big goals to do that is we set up local pages so that we'd actually be at the top of, you know, restaurants near me with all those search terms. So um, we're seeing really good traction. The page has been growing phenomenally um, since we launched about a year ago. Um, and being able to also do it on a, every local page, having its d distinctive page in search has really been an important strategy. Yeah, and I don't think, I mean, franchisees have enough to do and staying on top of managing that and and just for for the for the price point it's it's pretty incredible when you have the right suppliers to help in that regard it it helps it's helped us a lot so and we we've been on a very quick growth yes. uh streak uh this year we've already opened 20 restaurants Congrats, uh, we'll open way. another we've actually opened i guess 21 we'll open another 24 hopefully before the end of the year and um so that's another key part of it as we're opening that many restaurants quickly as a smaller brand uh, currently in the marketplace with a you know a great small team uh, scorpions help us do that so every restaurant that gets a new page so all of that 
sort of regular work that has to do to get our new restaurants up and off the ground. Um, and we have lots of, you know, we have returning franchise owners who are opening second restaurants, third restaurants, et cetera. But we also are adding a lot of new franchise owners to our, um, our company this year. So again, having that kind of resource that works with us, that we can get those things done on a, on a rapid growth scale has been really important this year. So one thing I heard you say is that you guys are obviously very fast growing. You're opening a lot this year. Um, do you have any advice for folks who are a little bit smaller that are an emerging brand, maybe in any space really, it doesn't necessarily need to be food, uh, that you think was really key to the success that you guys have had in the past few years? I would say um, we're still emerging. <laughs> um, I know we're growing a lot. No, but I'd say for you know, really, truly, I mean, most basic things, know who you are and what you stand for, and do you stand for something? Um, and you, know, you, you as, as a brand and as a growing business, you can't be everything to all people. And so I think, again, from the very beginning, a vision, we're, we're, we're lucky, we're blessed that we actually have Stacey Brown, a founder who's still really involved. And so the culture and all that comes from her. her. We have a great leadership team now with Scott Divini as our CEO and keeping it on track for everybody to understand what we are, what we do best, and focusing, we are a chicken salad brand first. And we're very clear on who our guest base is. Uh -huh. And if we can deliver the experiences for those guests and focus, um, I think that's probably the thing I would say as you're growing. You can, you're, if, you, if you stay in a lane and focus and grow based on your strengths, you're gonna grow faster and, and bigger than if you try to spread out and be everything to all people. Um, it's probably the first thing I would say is brand, and, brand consistency. Is, is brand consistency, but I think also, you know, one of the things that is really was a, attracted me to the brand. I think attracted a lot of our, our franchise owners. It's a key part of it, and I think the guests hopefully feel it is. Is that also having a bigger bigger purpose? And I know I talked about the the purpose of spread joy and rich lives and serve others. There to be in to be a successful business in in this world and be distinctive. The people who get to experience you in some way and have to feel like you belong to something more than just the food you're ser serving. You know, do you belong to my community? Do you have a bigger purpose than that? And so that's a really important thing that we feel like is, you know, something that we're focused on trying to help us grow in the way we want to is, is something that really is knowing not more than just focus, but actually having a bigger purpose of why you exist than just being a restaurant. There's someone recently that was on this podcast and they said something, it was fewer, bigger, better. That kind of, I mean, at the end of the day, you do what you do very, very well, and that's really good advice. Uh, thanks for sharing. Sure. And now, a word from our sponsors. Rallyo is a powerful combination of social media technology and local agency. The easy-to-use mobile app enables franchisers and their franchisees to manage their entire social media presence, online reputation, and online directory listings in one place for all locations. The advocacy system turns net promoters into real promoters and incentivizes franchisees and their employees to share content that portrays your brand as a best place to work. And Rallyo Local provides a white glove service that can manage everything for franchisees. Voted as the number one social media technology platform and number six marketing partner overall in the second annual Entrepreneur Magazine franchise supplier listing, Rallyo will help you rally your employees and customers around your brand on social media. Visit Rallyo.com today to get a 100% free local analysis report comparing your franchise system versus your industry averages. That's www.rallio.com. You are a part of the... Uh 
you were a part of a couple of different conferences. I think before we were chatting, you said that you were on the board. I think it's the marketing leadership. Is it marketing leadership? Franchise marketing leadership. Yeah. Um, what is your involvement there? And, and so I'm new. I'm actually, I just recently joined um, the board. I participated in the conference uh, for the last couple of years as a presenter and as a panelist and the like. So, um, you know, I, I'm relatively new to the franchising side of the business um, because I've spent my whole career in franchising. But um, where I can share my experience to others is something that I would love to love to do. Um, and, and also it's a great opportunity to meet other folks who are in similar roles, whether they're in the food business or other kind of franchise businesses to kind of sort of gain best practices uh, of things that people are doing well. Yeah, I think I think there's there's it's, there's opportunity for you not in the space to be able to advise pe people in it. And then obviously you're going to come in and, and learn some things from lifetime franchise folks. But I went to that conference last this past year. It was here in Atlanta. Yep. And it was a really, really good conference. I, uh, I was excited about it. They, they're you know, constantly thinking about how do you make it better. And I, there was a lot of work that this year, and they introduced some new things in the conference. So I was really excited what they, what's been introduced this year. And I, you know, to me, I look at it, ideally, we're only successful when the, they're, all the new and young people who are coming into our business. And we want to attract, you know, as a franchise business and certainly as a restaurant business and, and definitely Chicken Salad Chick, attract the best people that we can and inspire people to want to be connected and feel like there's a growth path and yes. they can learn and, and that. So I guess my, my interest in being involved in the advisory board of that specific conference and group is, you know, we make a great um, program that people can come in and be inspired and sort of think that our industry is great for young people to go into. Um, and so that's a big part of what, why, uh, why I'm doing that, I guess. Love it. It's, I mean, Ryan just gave me a look. I, I, I think that, you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but we haven't actually told you about this. I think that one of the main reasons why Ryan and I are doing this in general is because we feel that we're, you know, we're really involved and we're really young guys, but we want more people to be in the position that we are. And it's really great to hear that you, um, you know, are giving back to the space and you feel that that's really important because we're starting a conference, young conference, it's all about doing that. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think that that's definitely super important for us. And, um, you know, one thing I do want people uh, to know a little bit about is, you know, some initiatives, uh, just to switch gears for a second, some initiatives that you guys um, at Chicken Salad Chick are really excited about in the next year or so. Because I think, you know, you guys are in such an awesome place because you guys have gotten over that 100 number. And obviously, we all know that's very difficult to do. And you're in a different phase of your of your franchise, you know, fr franchising cycle now, the 100 to 400, as we'll say. And, and I think that I uh, would love to hear kind of how you guys are switching gears and uh, pressing down the pedal and uh, trying to make things go. Yeah, I think, you know, and I would say kind of where we are and hitting the place we have. I don't know if we're changing. We're not necessarily going to change that much. I think there's opportunities that come from scale. Um, but I think, you know, on the restaurant business side, you know, we're all, we're very focused on continuous improvement. So we have a great product. We have an amazing operations team. Um, I would say the best in the business, Jim Thompson, who's our VP of operations. We call him the chief smile officer. Um, because as an operations guy, what he is focused on is what that guest experience is and, 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 and the smiles that are going to be generated, whether it's the team that is involved in running the restaurant is going to generate smiles from the people who visit us. So it continues improvement, certainly in operations. 
Chicken Salad Chick is, is great for franchise owners because it's a relatively, in the restaurant business, simple concept. For chicken salad focus, it's all about prep and preparation. Um, our main cooking is steaming chicken. So there is a very clear process that keeps us consistent wherever we open. Um, but there's always ways to make things easier and simpler, continuous improvement. Um, as, our, as we've grown, we've also seen our AUV um, grown significantly over the last couple of years. Over the last, sort of, it's been growing over the last four to five years. And so as the restaurants get higher volume, which is fantastic, you also want to come and put in place things that make it easier for those restaurants to deliver on our experience at a higher volume. So there's a lot of work on, on that, just not changing anything, but helping make things better and faster and simpler. Um, I think is, is a key part. Also this year we're continuing to grow and we're moving into new areas. Um, so started in Auburn, Alabama. We first grew in Alabama and Georgia and Florida. Um, you know, then we kind of got into Tennessee, South Carolina um, as company and franchise. And now we, we had our first restaurants in the Midwest. We've opened up in St. Louis uh, market with two restaurants in St. Louis, one in Edwardsville, Illinois uh, this summer. Uh, we're now, just this summer, we opened up uh, with franchise in uh, Columbus, Ohio. We're opening in Cincinnati in a few weeks. So we are moving. We've crossed the Mason-Dixon line, is what mm -hmm. I say. And um, so we're in entering into new markets. There's a lot of focus on kind of what you, you talked about at our ASAC is like, how do you engage new markets? Maybe they're not as familiar with chicken salad. So we're thinking about what, what tools, what marketing can we do that might be a little bit different in those places. Um, and then just a lot of focus to make sure that we can deliver the experience to those guests and to those franchisees in those areas that are a little bit farther from the home base. Um, so those are kind of two, two big ones. I mean, technology and people, again, are things that you always talk about. I think mm -hmm. they're probably like what we talk about. I think people is always the conversation, probably the number one conversation that we have is always people, people, people first. Um, I would say technology is probably a second um, thing that we talk about. You know, how do we keep continuing to improve technology? Can we understand it? And as our industry is changing and growing, there's more ways Technology is really about how more guests can interact with you in new and different ways and get your experience or your product in ways to them that might satisfy them in, in a different way. So we're always um, at least working on it. Sometimes it's easy. A lot of times it's hard. <laughs> uh, new technology is hard. So, but um, it's on our mind all the time. The only thing that we haven't done is we didn't really, I don't think we need to talk through the different flavors and, and we had a sampling and it was quite good. Zach was extremely excited about that. Um, Super excited. But talk just really briefly, because we do have people in the audience um, that operate restaurants and, and might be looking, um, talk about the, the, the footprint of this location, for example, and, and kind of the kitchen. You mentioned that the only food that you're really cooking is the chicken. Um, but talk about kind of the simplicity of, of that footprint. Sure. So uh, again, on the on the business side, I guess we we sort of say a um, a um, simple concept, superb experience, and so that on the front from the franchise side. So the the footprint of our restaurant. So we're we're very much a dine in, but we're dine in take out. We do have um, a about a. About a third of the restaurants now are about our drive-through. We also have drive-through as part of our concept, um, and then catering and offsite is a big part of our business as well. So we're hitting um, an online ordering um, for takeout as well. Um, but the, the restaurant footprint, um, about you know, we're kind of in that 
3,000 to 4,000 square foot total uh, for the footprint with a lot of space dedicated to the dining room. And then our kitchen is a decent size, but it's really about prep. So the, so like I said, the main cooking is our steaming our chicken. It's fresh chicken tenderloins uh, that make our chicken salad. And uh, we're not frying, we're not grilling. And then we're prepping fresh ingredients uh, to, to mix in and make the chicken salads or all of our sides uh, from that primarily. Um, and then we do have some soups and things like that, but we're really just getting things prepped to, to serve. Um, so it's, it's really simple. Our, our house is built kind of with three areas, you know, like a lot of restaurants, we have the prep area who are, you know, focused on making the things and preparing everything. We have our middle section, which is our sandwich line, which are focused on serving plates. And then obviously our front of house, we're taking orders. And then in our concept, our guests come to the counter and place an order with our team members. And then we deliver the food to you and um, interact with you in the dining room and then remove plates from you um, and, and clear the, the tables from you. But a lot of that, we, we have a lot of room focused in our footprint on the front of house. And a lot of our team members are built for front of house. We have actually have a high number of folks in the front of house compared to what we have in the back of house. Um, and that again, that's sort of strategically or brand wise and really culture we want the guests to walk. When you walk in, I know you walk into our restaurants, it's intentional. We, we still in the fast casual. We have tablecloths, we have carpeted floors. You know, Stacy's original idea was she wanted to make sure that, she wanted people to feel like they were walking into her home and, you know, and feel like a real, like you're invited in. And so it's really important for us to have those team members up front and the guests because you're really, we're, we're blessed when you walk through our doors and we want you to feel like we, you were invited to, to be in Chicken Salad Show. Well, Tom, I, for one, am really happy that we got a chance to do this. I know that we've had uh, a day with a lot of people, but this, uh, this, this was definitely something I was telling you I've wanted to do for a long time. I know. So we, so we really appreciate it, and I'm happy that we got uh, some new fans and Chicken Salad Chick here. Uh, where can people uh, go to learn more about Chicken Salad Chick if they want to talk to Karen? Sure. So it uh, goes straight to chickensaladchick.com, and uh, on our website, you'll see a tab for franchising, and click through that. Um, and you will definitely from there, you'll get taken to our, our site there and be able to reach Carrie or Larissa who handle our franchise development for us, um, who are the best chicks in the world. Yes, you will know are. nobody any better. Um, you know, so we, we actually have our chick scales, right? So we talk about people being chicky and um, uh. the thing is y'all have to, also the guys, I'm a chick at Chicken Salad I'm a chick, chick. I'm a chick magnet, I'm, I'm right? Pr- you, you are, you're a chick magnet, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a term they use. I didn't just. Zach's no. looking at me like, "Come on, right? Like, do you really How do you know that? that? <laughs> even more than he is. He's not been to our restroom to see the chick magnet sign. Oh, um, so um, yeah, no, we're we're we are. I'd say our all team is. You know, we're always talking about finding our chick side because you even as the guys or the chick magnets. Um, you know, we know we know what we want to serve and who we want to serve. So um, being chicky is a big part of it. Sorry. So I, I have to ask so. Favorite flavors, now that you've tried our chicken salads. Ooh. Ooh. So can you tell Go me? Go first, Super Chick. Mine, mine's Buffalo, for sure. Buffalo. Buffalo Barkley is your favorite. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to say Buffalo, but since Zach took it, it was actually tied. I'm going to go with the, the, the ranch-flavored bacon. What's the name of it? Sassy Scotty. The Sassy, that, yeah, Sassy Scotty, that's really good. And the grape salad, don't forget that. The grape salad, by far, is the, the best thing. I'm telling you, Stacey's yes. going to be proud. She's going to be proud of this restaurant that we gave you that grape salad. So that Because that grape salad has to be light and fluffy, and they did it perfect here at Sandy Plains. So. And what was your favorite? Um, What's your favorite? Yeah, what is your favorite? Uh, well, I'm, I'm from New Orleans, so right. jalapeno. Jalapeno, holly is probably my most go-to. Number one, number two would be cranberry Kelly, which is the cranberries and the uh, slivered almonds. 
love the names. I love the names. So they so the names are so Stacy when she started the menu, she named all of the flavors, um, and we continue to do it when we actually introduce new flavors. Um, after chicks in her life, um, sisters, mothers, aunts, uh, daughters, but really people who have helped her along the way, and the fact that their names are on the menu is a great way to kind of recognize them and keep, and honor them um, with having them participate uh, for the help that gave her kind of in starting the concept, but also just in her life. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much sure. for taking the time out of your Friday evening, and uh, we're glad. I have nothing better than introducing you all to chicken salad. I can't believe I've, I've first timers in the room chicken salad first timers so you're now you're now that's it you, you, you're not having any other chicken salad ever <laughs> true thank you very much thank tom you. thank you